to another episode of Keeping It Together. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And she's my other half, my other host here. How are you? You know how, like, <laughs> I honestly thought that you were going to say my other hoe. Not you host. are my other hoe. Um, so if that isn't a description of our friendship, I don't know what is you know it's pretty good we call each other subpar hoes when somebody um, isn't doing something right we haven't called each other, other that in a while man we haven't been some subpar hoes we've been a main hoe and maybe some subpar hoes here and there but i feel like just main hoes lately yeah we're really killing it i felt like i was really trying to keep it together trying to get this freaking mic to work oh, before God. we started recording i've never had that much trouble in my life trying to get everything set up and going and the answer was right in front of your face <laughs> right there i feel I'm bad so annoyed i feel bad i couldn't really help technology i'm just like today. exhausted technology's not helping me today uh, well, and on that note that brings us to our treat of the week dig right in, in girl i brought talk about it because i'm gonna eat it <laughs> i brought in some magnolia's banana mm. pudding oh yeah it is a new york city treat it is it's in a cup. like whipped banana pudding with vanilla wafers mm-hmm. and chunks of banana. Oh, and, God, oh, it's so good. It is so good. You know, they had a Reese's one, but they were out mm. of it. And they also. Their had, banana pudding is classic, though. Yeah, I figured That's I would go with a nice for. classic. Um, man, I used to eat vanilla wafers like all the time when I was a kid. What are you talking about? I still eat them. <laughs> those are still a staple i haven't in my like, seen them in a while i haven't seen them in a hot minute but they're out there if you search for them oh i mean new york city grocery stores are very strange to me the grocery stores that you do find yeah they're like all in like these tiny like basement sized spaces and like it's more of like a deli than a grocery store yeah at the grocery store you have diagostinos you have morton williams yeah there's like a lot of like different sections to the grocery mm-hmm. stores here that I'm there's used also Christides. to. Oh yeah, oh, well there's not really many of those by me. Those are more no. up by you. Yeah, that's more up by me. I also have my fave, Agata Valentina. Oh god, that is a mouthful of a grocery it's a store. Mouthful. It's an Italian grocery store though, so like everything is a mouthful. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that one. I just uh, ate about half of this pudding, so I'm gonna... Yeah, you, like, oh. scarf that down. <laughs> I was so excited. I started eating mine before we started recording because it's been a day. It's, it's been, been a day. It's been just a long day of just doing stuff. It wasn't even it's a bad day. A, just, like, a like long a week, day. too. Like, last week... It's only like, Monday. Hold on. <laughs> last week, too, has been, like, rough, like, getting through the weekend... Oh, Getting through Memorial Day. Last week kind of, like, went fast for me. I don't know. Memorial Day weekend, I feel like time stopped. Memorial Day weekend, we did so much. Even though it was like supposed to be a staycation, like you did a lot. I did not. I spent a lot of time. I mean, I only really did two. I mean, I did two things. I went to two shows. Because remember, we talked about even going away for the weekend. It was like like a hell no. Let's stay in the city when it clears out. Well, we just went home. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I did go with you to that concert on Friday. It was Thursday. Thir- no, that was Friday. Corella was Friday. Oh, shit, it was Friday. Yeah, no, oh. you're thinking about when Yellow Claw comes back and they're going to be on oh, a Thursday. Yellow motherfucking Claw. Oh, yes. So excited. But we did do Corella. We went with my two friends. 
um, Gabby and our other friend Megan joined us. Um, it was so fun. I've never been to Lavo before. No, and I like it. I had a lot it's of fun. It's a very like intimate venue. Mm-hmm. Like we but were it's like a very club, clubby club. Yeah, because I mean we 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 were very close to. We're the so DJ close booth. to Jahan and Yasmin. I thought I was gonna. Oh <laughs> God, I love those girls. But yeah, we were super close to them. But I don't think I'd go there on like a normal Friday night. I no, don't think that'd I would, be my choice for a night out. I feel like it's like too expensive for me on too a normal expensive. night out. I don't really like clubs to begin with. They're not my scene. Yeah. Not my thing. You know, I'd rather like go to a bar with my friends. Yeah, and also you have to get like really dressed up for yeah. the clubs. It's a and lot like, of work. It can't be like just a split decision to go to a club. Like you guys all have to all be dressed to go have the money to go yeah like be ready to wait in line and basically just spend your whole night there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one location and if you don't have a promoter who can get you in without paying a cover you're kind of screwed mm-hmm. and it's like well oh my already. god Re- remember my birthday not this past year but the year before when i came and visited you oh my god yeah and you almost put 500 dollars in your credit card so we could get a table at phd oh so glad i took us out of that situation i already knew deep down in my soul that i shouldn't do it and i don't think i was gonna end up going through with well, there it. were those creepy men that were with us too oh, and they yeah, were like do it do it and i was like no this is not happening <laughs> god bless we left Oh, it yeah. was just a, a trip. But where we went on Sunday was, I thought, a lot better. Well, I didn't, go. I didn't go. I went. I sat inside everybody. <laughs> I um, I went and saw Axel and Ingrosso, uh, two-thirds of Swedish House Mafia. And it was at Brooklyn Mirage, which is this really cool outdoor venue. It is actually the venue we went to for Yellow Claw uh, at New Year's. Remember when our... Wait, um, really? It's the same venue. Was it more organized this, is, this time to get in? No, it was not nope. as organized. So they have an indoor and an outdoor portion. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I had a lot of PTSD and we were waiting on December 30th for Yellow Claw when it oh. was less than 10 degrees outside. That Everybody's was in their awful. coats. We're all standing outside for like 45 minutes. Oh my god, I remember I lost feeling of my toes. I definitely lost feeling of my toes. Like, Are you kidding me? Oh my god, I remember I was in like... Like mesh, like yoga pants, like mesh paneled, mm-hmm. and like I was wearing a crop top mm. and my parka, and my mm. parka was not doing enough. Well, our parkas didn't go all the way to the ground, and there was windy. There were things oh. happening. It was a lot. And like, oh my god, it was terrible, terrible. There are so many better ways. Like there were so many better we ways go to, put to um, which might call it on the west side. Uh, Terminal Five. Yeah, I like That's Terminal Five. So much more organized when you go in there. Oh I mean, God. any other place was organized, but this time I do have to say it was a lot better. Well, it was or also it was, warmer. It was out. also warmer. It was outside. But the coolest part of the show was Swedish. They um, announced the reunion tour for Swedish House Mafia at the venue. It's been circling around a ton of EDM sites and Twitter and all these other things. And this group who kind of really set a precedent for EDM when they first formed. I mean, they were DJs on their own that just came and collaborated together and just formed this powerhouse group that I really believe changed the world. You mean a Swedish house? They are a Swedish house. Also the power a of a mafia? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, look what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was such a cool moment when they announced that the crowd went wild. They then just started playing all these old school Swedish House Mafia songs. Everything you could think of, they played Greyhound. Don't you worry, don't you worry, They played child. Don't You Worry, Child, and I belted it out oh, of my life. I remember but sitting on... being of me. I remember being on the damn school bus listening to that song. 
serious. That's how old that song oh is. Oh my god, it is such an old song. I mean, they've also been broken up for five years. They had their first reunion at Ultra this past year. Oh yeah. First time in five years, and now they've announced the reunion tour. They're going to be coming back officially to New York City next year. Nobody knows when. Nobody knows where. But we know they're coming back. And that's all that matters. Oh. That's all that matters. Those are going to be some expensive tickets. Oh, I'm already thinking about it. It's going to be it's going to be a rough one. Uh, you know what was also rough? What? Murph. Oh, my God. Okay, so you you didn't do it on the super hot day that I did it. So I did it no, that I also Saturday. I out and didn't do the full Murph. I, I, I took out the pull-ups. So for those of you out there that don't know, um, like Murph is a CrossFit workout and... A lot of, uh, well, like, law on, enforcement and, like, military people, they, they do CrossFit. Well, the background even behind this workout, it was after a, I don't know what division he was, so I'm not going to say to mess it up, but he was in the um, in a division of the military, and this was his favorite workout that he did, um, and he um, died in service. He died in battle, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know the exact details of, like, how he died. But the CrossFit community came together uh, upon his death, and everybody does this workout every year across the world on Memorial Day weekend. It's yeah. a huge thing at CrossFit gyms everywhere. Yeah, so this is what is called like a hero wad, and he's not the only one to have one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other heroes that are honored through wads, like there's a lot of fallen soldiers. Karen, I think there's Linda. a Fran. Fran. There's there's so Jerry. Many Jerry was the one that we just did on Friday. Jerry was a so one. yeah. A lot of a lot of wads will be like dedicated and named after um, like a fallen soldier, a fallen police officer, mm-hmm. something of that nature. Yeah. And so this one is four time. You have to run one mile, then you do 100 pull ups, 200 push ups, 300 air squats, and then you have one more mile. So I did and it's mine. Death. Yeah, and it's death. Yeah. So I did mine the day after the Cruella concert. <laughs> and oh, also um, keep in mind to do this RX, you women have oh, to yeah. wear a fourteen pound weight vest, and men have to wear a twenty pound weight vest. Um, I did not. I definitely did not. Ten out of ten, no. Um, Hell no. So I did mine on Saturday, the day after the Cruella concert. Um, so while I wasn't, you know, totally hungover, like I was still feeling not, um, 100%. Um, so I was already off to a terrible, terrible start. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then it was also humid. So, so humid in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a rough weekend overall to do it because it was so hot outside and everything was just kind of like blah. Yeah. Um, but oh my gosh so i just so i was fine the first mile i mean like i'm i'm a runner well i was a runner before mm-hmm. so i wasn't scared of the running part of the workout i was scared more with the push-ups yeah i was really afraid of that many push-ups and that that many sets i mean i didn't yeah. even do the pull-ups because i couldn't make it into the gym my yeah. lazy ass just just didn't want to so i modified it and just took the pull-ups out and ran the mile did a, did the squats and the push-ups in a park. But I broke it up. I broke it up into sets and would just do rounds of like 20, 30. Mm-hmm. And just kind of did it that way and made it break out a little bit easier. Because you can break it up. Now, most yeah. people are telling you you can kind of break it up into sets and whatnot. And it's fine. Yeah. So, I, that's actually what I did. So, I did 10 rounds of 10 pull-ups, mm-hmm. 20 push-ups, 30 squats. And I actually made it go by 
pretty quick. Um, it was mile two where, like, I actually had to stop, like, I think, like, two or three times mm-hmm. to, like, walk because yep. I thought that I was going to vomit or, like, my heart my heart just felt, like, weird. Oh, I did a little bit. With, like, everything going on. Um, oh, I definitely had to stop at a trash can and, like, <laughs> let something out because it was not right. Um, I was also hungover, but I think <laughs> it was just a combination of things. Um, yeah, no, I just... So I finished, I think, like, 40 minutes. I don't remember specifically what my time was. But I just remember I sat around the gym for a long time mm-hmm. before I actually, like, got the, like, energy to, like, walk home. And even then, like, I just kind of waddled home. And I just remember I came home. I took a very long nap. Mm-hmm. Then I woke mm-hmm. up. And I, like, made myself look, I guess, like, kind of attractive. <laughs> I I went, I took myself out on a date to the Chelsea Market to Los oh, yeah, Tacos number one. Because I am the best and I deserved it yes, after what a day I had. Yes, you um, did. <laughs> oh, yes. So, yeah. And then I ended up sleeping, like, over eight hours the next night. Sounds so like a great day. <laughs> I slept a lot on Memorial Day weekend. That's what you need. Sometimes you need that time to kind of like reset, rewind. I mean, I mm-hmm. see so many people now who, and don't get me wrong, I've, I've been that person that's like, long weekend, let's go out, let's party, let's do this, let's do that. And like, it gets really fucking tiring. Mm. Like, I always need a vacation from a vacation. Like, some sort of day where I can just like recoup rejuvenate and get things ready for when I have to go back to work and things like that and like honestly some of these vacations now I just can't do them anymore I can't do the partying all weekend no because I mean even like when you think about it like oh we want these like fun experiences where we're like going out and stuff like that but it takes a lot of energy out of you it to takes so much energy do those kinds mm-hmm. of things you know just like the whole like you know, talking to people and, like, walking bar to bar and, like, doing that yep. kind of stuff. And then also when you throw alcohol into the mix. And, like, mm-hmm. alcohol takes a lot out of your body. Alcohol's Regardless. Yeah. Dehydrates like, you. It's a lot of fun and I love it. God. But that doesn't mean it doesn't make me feel like shit the next day. I think it's crazy, yo. Yeah. No, I know. I can't. I'm not that human anymore. Mm-hmm. So. But at least this weekend was a little bit more relaxed-ish. Are you kidding me? We did more this past weekend. <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, I literally, I sat, like, Friday night I went out, and then Saturday night and Sunday night, I went to bed at, like, 10 o'clock after I, like, binged watch New Girl, like, all day. On Sunday? We didn't even do much Sunday. No. Memorial Day weekend, not oh, this past oh, weekend. Oh, oh. Sunday, I didn't see you. <laughs> That's right. We normally see each other every day. Oh, my God. It's one of those things now. It's just kind of like, when am I going to see you again? Oh, let's talk to you tomorrow. It's fine. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, my my family was in town this past weekend. They were doing that cruise. Oh, yes. Um, I love it. New York. So we got to go get dinner with them. To our, I love it one when of parents our favorite come to town. Houses. Oh, Rocco's they bought us dinner, y'all. Oh, God. It was so good. They bought us wine, y'all. There oh, were these magnum so... bottles of wine. Which the wine was just, oh God, it was so good. But these Magnum bottles of wine, I didn't even know they were a thing until my parents one time were at home and they were like, yeah, we just had a Magnum. And I was like, excuse me? They were like, yeah, we had a Magnum. I was like, Magnum condom? And they were like, no, why would we wear condoms? And I was like, I don't need to know this information, first of all. But apparently there are wine bottles out there. They're literally called Magnum bottles of wine and the bottle is massive and it 
pours it anywhere from like 12 to 15 glasses. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit more if like you have a smaller kind of glass. Such a big bottle. But there was like, what? There were eight or nine of us at dinner that night. I think it was nine. There were nine of us and they went around and poured one glass for everybody and there was half a bottle left. And we were like, okay, this is where the night's heading. We had two of those. Oh my god. And also the Cosmos. The Cosmos. But I feel like the alcohol helped us for our adventure. Oh, oh my god. Such, the whole day was, like the whole night was fun. Just oh my Going god. out into West Village. So we, so we are usually like East Village people. I know. But we wanted to venture to the West Village. So we were like, let's do this. Let's go. Well, we were going to go to the Comedy Cellar because we thought Jared Freed was going <laughs> to perform. <laughs> Turn to find out, or come to find out he was in Pennsylvania. Oh. Yeah, so that that, that, that was a bust. But we, you know, we just, <laughs> we just started walking around and... You looked at me. Well, no, you I didn't saw, even look at me. I saw from the distance, we I saw a like sign promoters. that said NYC Inc. And I was like, I want to go. Mm-hmm. And I just walked away from you. Yes. And I just expected you to follow me. And guess what you did? I did follow you. And it was it was great. And here we are with tattoos and piercings. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I walk in. I get a tattoo on like like the inside of my hand. Like the bottom. It's like kind of like your bottom, bottom right, right corner of your palm. Bottom right corner of my palm. I now have a small triangle. Um... So you might think that that was just a random thing for me to pick. Um, when you said a triangle at first, I laughed. Just a triangle. I mean, the tattoo artist um, laughed at first, too. <laughs> yeah. It was um, so funny. But no, um, actually, believe it or not, it is a symbol for something else. Um, so a triangle is a universal uh, symbol for fire. Uh, just a little reminder that, you know, um, even if it seems like the world is, like, like basically burning around Mm -hmm. me that there's like a fire that's deep within my soul that just burns brighter yeah so just just a little reminder and i could just look at my hand and also makes me want to use my left hand for more stuff to show people your tattoo look at my hand tattoo it's looking good yeah i'm looking really good yeah it looks really healthy yeah it's good they they did a very very good job and i like i kind of chuckled on myself because before I ever got tattoos, I always said, like, oh, if I end up getting them, I'm never going to get them where somebody could see them. Mm-hmm. And I have one on my shoulder, but, like, a shoulder you can hide. Your goddamn hand, you can only hide with gloves. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. I you don't know who I've become, gloves. but I guess like maybe. Those long <laughs> gloves all the way up to, like, your elbow. <laughs> I could only imagine. The princess gloves? Um, at least you had meaning. I mean, I guess I had a little meaning behind the piercing, but I didn't really like... I mean, you you also wear it. a lot of, like, earrings, like, a lot. Yeah, I wear a lot of earrings, but, like, um, I kind of wanted to... It, it's going to sound bad, but I promise I'll explain it. Well, well that sounds kind of I mean, dark. you know I'm very open about my anxiety, um, and, and that I go to a therapist, and I'm, I'm a big proponent on mental health, and a big proponent on taking care of your mental health and going to talk to somebody if they're if you feel something is wrong or you need to talk to a third party that maybe not be a friend or something and somebody who can help and there's so many resources out there yeah. um, that I believe people should go and find um so in a couple of therapy sessions I've been working on my uh, my therapist god bless her she kills me she's so funny um she I was talking to her about getting another piercing uh because I have a couple of my ears and whatnot and she goes, you know, you've dealt with a lot of different things in your life. Sometimes the way we have to take pain out of our lives is kind of getting out of our comfort zones, getting out 
of something that is not in our little box. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I only have a few piercings on my ears, but nowhere in like cartilage. Um, and it, it's something as small as like getting a little thing. Like it's kind of sits on the inner part of my lobe. It's my third ear or third ear, third, <laughs> my third ear. I don't have a third ear, um, but it's my third piercing on my right ear, but it's not like a traditional one. Cause it's like in between cartilage and it's in between my lobe. And for me, like going and doing something spontaneous like that is completely out of what my comfort zone would be. I mean, even when we were in the shop, you saw me, I was like nervous. I was freaking out. Um, and Honestly, I don't like to do I didn't things. notice. I was a little too not sober. <laughs> I mean, notice. we had a lot of liquid courage and a lot I of alcohol before. I was more just kind of like, I'm got, ready to do anything. I'm well, bold. I got really anxious right when it was happening. And then they sit me in the chair and I see the needles and I start getting anxious. And I was like, you know what? I think this is the time to really get out of my comfort zone and do something that's going to challenge me. Mm-hmm. And, and did it, it hurt? No, it felt fucking great. And it felt really good to kind of take a step out. So, like, this little small piercing, this little small stud is, like, a big step for me to kind of go out and do something like that. It's kind of like if I can go out and do something as getting my ear pierced in, like, a really weird location, Mm -hmm. um, I can kind of push myself to continue doing other things. And, you know, it's just kind of a little reminder. I, like, touch it more because I need to make sure it doesn't hurt (laughs) and cleaning it and whatnot. But um, it's kind of like a nice little reminder for me that... You know, we can do things that we set our minds to, and and it's okay to get out of our box for a little bit of every now and then. That's so nice, man. Yeah. I didn't want to get too deep with it, but... I mean, I wasn't ready for the depth that you dove, but... I dove a little bit. Here we are. You know, sometimes you got to dive a little bit. Deep down. Splash. (laughs) Cannonball down. (laughs) Oh, God. I can't. Oh, my Uh, God. Oh, all right. Well, let's get into some of the stuff that's been going on. There's been a ton of things happening in the news. Um, the first thing that I saw today was that over the weekend was um, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School graduation, uh, which unfortunately was the Parkland shooting. Uh, Jimmy Fallon was the commencement speaker and surprised all of the graduates. And I thought it was absolutely incredible. What a fella. What a guy. He has been such a proponent for them on everything that they have done and everything that they have stood up for, for gun reform, for um, getting people to vote in the country. I mean, today I saw in New York one, they were talking about it, how a lot of the students are not going to be taking a summer off in between college. And they're going on this bus tour across the country, getting kids to register to vote and, and going and talking about gun reform. And I think that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gave a really cool and powerful message uh, to all the students. But I think the best thing he told everybody and he and he did a really good job about tying things in about how saying like you know you guys are going to be what people are going to talk about in history books you guys are the ones that can elicit change so keep on creating change um and then at the end he hold on we have the article pulled up we're scrolling uh the article was saying how found concluded his remarks by thanking the brave students for showing me and the rest of the world that there's hope you are the present and he emphasized you know keep changing the world and keep making us proud um, but the best piece of advice everybody said he gives, um, he said his last piece of advice that was arguably the most important, don't ever get off your parents' wireless plan. Ride that train as long as possible. <laughs> oh, man. Do I, I like, plan I on it. it. I totally love it. Um, but I like how he turned what probably would have been a very somber event into something mm-hmm. so positive, <clears throat> so uplifting, and so heartwarming, and just, you know using comedy for kind of i think what it's supposed to be to kind of take those negatives that happen in life and turning Mm -hmm. a positive into it and getting people to kind of remember why they do what they do 
Yeah. I thought it was great. I, that I really, is, yeah. There's been a lot of really good positive things going on in the world. Definitely that. Definitely Ireland voting yes to, uh, to take away the referendum to be able to legalize abortion. I am over the moon about this. Yeah. When I heard about it, I freaked out. I am also a huge women's rights proponent. I took yeah. part of the Women's March this year, last year in New York City. Um, and I go to a lot of rallies and protests for it. So hearing that hundreds and hundreds of Irish citizens who were in the U.S. were flying back, I was so moved by yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Like mm-hmm. That's how much they wanted it to change that's how much they really wanted to improve women white women wow women rights in their country i thought it was absolutely incredible there's just so much going on with female empowerment and i am here for it i am 110 percent here for it yeah well you know what i heard Mm -hmm. uh well i didn't really hear it i think i saw it on tv uh like a news channel or something like that we give more health rights to a dead body than we do to a living like woman when yep. you think about it. Because if med schools want to dissect a body mm-hmm. at, and use it for science after they die, mm-hmm. like a person has to sign written consent. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they didn't sign consent, like legally, you can't take organs out of a human body. Yeah. But we, like, we mandate but women's apparently, healthcare. But we want to consent when we're alive if we want an abortion, if we want to vote, if we want birth control, if we mm-hmm. want anything, anything in the reproductive rights realm and anything um, that kind of sets a woman apart from somebody else. It's like there always has to be the barrier there almost and it's like why do we have to have these barriers on the things that we want to do with our body it's not your mm-hmm. body yeah it's my body if i want to put birth control in my body i can do mm-hmm. that if i want to put an iud in me i'm gonna yeah. go and do that if i want to get pregnant i want to get pregnant if i want to have an abortion i will go and do that but you know nobody should tell somebody else what to do with their body i don't tell that person on the street that they probably shouldn't be eating five different donuts and a large sugary coffee at the same time so why are you going to tell me what the hell are you passing on your way to work there's this guy on the train (laughs) every day every day i see him i I don't i understand it and bring you back a little bit you were like back you were like going just i could see you climbing that hill and i like i wanted to keep you passionate but also i know you were you were going to lengths and as i as you reacted to my comment you were married and just like <laughs> yes but there's a guy on my train every day i have to mention he eats it bothers like five me. donuts five different donuts they're not the same donut they're all different and i get the variety but he eats five donuts there's usually a powdered one because then he always gets in the same car as me somehow and i like trying to strategically place myself so he is not in my car and then he just ends up there and there's powdered shit everywhere and then like one day his coffee spilled on me, and I, mm, it was a lot. Diabetes. <laughs> I can't, oh my god. Throwing it back to the Price is Right commercials. Mm, diabetes. I don't even know if that commercial still plays, but damn. Who knows? Diabetes. Diabetes, man. Uh, uh, on a lighter note, uh, Legally Blonde 3 is happening again. What? I'm like, so excited. Honestly, what Girl a great power. movie. Yeah, what a great movie in the first place, like, kind of put girl power yeah into the scene you, you know, know? l woods t- 
took what probably anybody else would have never done and and made the impossible possible and she inspired a lot of women i mean reese witherspoon as a woman too inspires so many people to go out and do their thing um but this movie i felt really kind of set a precedent and showed girls that it's okay to be smart it's okay to work hard and do these things and work harder than somebody else but it also set apart that the stereotype that a pretty girl can't also be Mm -hmm. smart Mm -hmm. that you don't that even like if you look nerdy like you're not right a smart person or like like, i don't know it definitely broke down that that stereotype of like you know not all pretty girls are dumb Mm -hmm. which is a stupid stereotype to begin with just because somebody's pretty, just you can't touch a bunch. I can't even speak today. Yeah, what's up with you? you I don't you okay? know. No, you okay? Are you okay? Uh, I'm fine. Oh, um, sorry. Okay, are you okay? My point being is that you can't judge a book by its cover, and that's what I think is the important thing in this. And I'm so excited for it. I think it's going to be great. Oh yeah. No, oh, it will be. I know it. Mm-hmm. And then Neville Longbottom got married. Oh, I Neville can't Longbottom. believe this. The perfect example of puberty, like, not puberty. Yeah, puberty. Yeah, like, getting a glow up. Like, uh, getting smacked with the puberty stick, like, mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. And I love that nobody knew about his wedding or the <laughs> fact that he was engaged until he posted the tweet. And the tweet was just incredible. Um, he, he tweeted, not only did I miss Arctic Monkeys in LA, but they were performing in Italy at the same time we were there. And my wife made me get married instead. Fuming. His wife I is love like it. so This pretty. picture of them she is just, gorgeous. She reminds me of like a delicate fairy. Kind of. Yeah. She almost looked like uh, a character from Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> oh my God. Why can't I speak today? Oh, I'm just, I promise I haven't anything to drink guys. Breathe. It's been a day. Oh, my whole thing I was going to say was that they met at a Harry Potter event. They met while at an event she was working at in like 2016. And I was like, naturally, he gets married to somebody that's like tied into the franchise. I mean, when you work in that, that was like basically his career. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, it was his life for God knows how long. I mean, props to him. I think it's incredible. They look beautiful together. um, But I'm jealous. It's not me. Because I love him. (laughs) I love him. Uh, also, things happening. Kanye West, Yeezy, new album. Don't give me that look. There were hand motions with that, guys. <laughs> let I just want to let you life. know let that she was life. waving her hands all over like she was an OG gangsta, but she's really just from the beach in Fort Myers. You almost were gonna butcher where I was saying. You had to think about it. I'm proud of where I'm from, okay? I had to, like, just make it sound as frilly as possible. It was and frilly, not and I'm just... In my life. Let me live it. Anyways. <laughs> so, Kanye West's new album, Ye. Um, what are... Have you, we've listened to it a little bit on Saturday. Yeah, we listened to it some at um, this cookout that we were at, and some of the things that were just being said were just, like... Like, jaw droppers? Like, you couldn't believe that somebody was, right. like, saying those things, like, in a song. Mm-hmm. Like, I think one that we talked about was, not one that we talked about, one that we listened to, he, like, said, like, oh, I think I want to, like, kill you. I love, I love myself more than I love you. Like, something, like, yeah, some yeah, weird yeah. vibe A lot like of it, I mean, you know, after people have really taken a listen to the album, now that he's really spoken about it, 
it's him talking about his bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. This is how he feels is the way he can kind of combat it and, and deal with it. And it's gotten a ton of backlash for it. There's a specific line. I can't remember the exact song title, but where he says, I'm a superhero, I'm a superhero, talking directly about his bipolar disorder. And a lot of people kind of came out and spoke out and they were like, that's not a right way to deal with it. And then you have other people saying like, you know, that's great that he's doing this. This is so good. And, and I kind of agree on that front is like, mm -hmm. why are you going to tell somebody how to deal with their mental health mm -hmm. when everybody deals with things differently? You can't tell another person how to deal with their own issues and how to find ways to combat something, especially people who don't have it. Mm -hmm. And especially people who have different types of it. I mean, there are four different types. I looked up all this information because I was curious I was really curious and I really wanted to know there are four different types of bipolar. So how can you tell somebody else how to how to deal with their their illness or their or their health in a way that you if you don't have it, if you don't understand yeah. it or you don't have the same symptoms as them, you know, this is I think going to be a great outlet for him. I I'm really ex I want to listen to it more yeah. in depth to like really understand it. Well, you know, it's also like kind of like sad when you think about it is that like this, this kind of like attitude from Kanye to like this behavior has been like a Kanye thing for like years, like mm -hmm. just like this outburst yep. kind of behavior. And before it was like, oh, mm -hmm. it's just Kanye being Kanye. And we were like all about it. We thought it was weird, but we didn't really like question it when maybe yeah. like we should have like maybe maybe somebody should have like maybe maybe not somebody should have but like you know what would have happened if um mm -hmm. somebody would have picked up the sign sooner like yeah. would have kanye would things exploded be in this way yeah would things be um, different you know would he have gone through those breakdowns and i mean mm -hmm. but a lot i mean apparently he was diagnosed uh some years ago i, I don't mm -hmm. remember exactly when but a lot of his more recent albums have been dealing with this and he's been very more open and public about it now and things kind of are like Wow, like how much more appreciation I have a whole new appreciation for him hearing about this it, it's something that not a ton of people talk about um, and to be so open about it and to put yourself out there like that on a whole album it's seven songs and it's just him talking about his mental health and himself and how he's dealing with it and how he's trying to learn to adapt and, and fit it in with his life and his family and everything mm -hmm. that's going on I just respect it so much because it's something that not a ton of people can do. Yeah. I mean, it's a scary thing to come to terms with your, mm -hmm. like, mental health issues, you know, if you have them. Because, honestly, like, once you find out that you have them, you basically have them for life. They never really totally go away. Yeah. You can, you can get your treatment and you can kind of, like, I yeah. guess, mute <laughs> the symptoms. Yeah. I but mean, it I never can... really, you know, you never really get cured of it no there's never a cure for me and i definitely can attest to it i mean there are i have my good days and my bad days with with my anxiety and um you know there are times where they just kind of happen and you have to kind of i always say my therapist says it too you have to feel your feelings when they come you can't ignore them you you can't just kind of push them out because then they're going to come back in a way that's not going to be great yeah and you got to feel you know when you get the highs and lows you got to feel the highs and you got to feel the lows and everything else in between and Ugh. And just, you know, you got to learn how to adapt and, and do things in a way that's right for you. And I think Kanye with this album is just that. This mm -hmm. is like him in a nutshell. And I, I'm just so excited to like really listen more of it and like hear him be more open about this and having another person with a big platform talk about mental health. 
Yeah. But I think we'll never fully know. No, nobody what is will going fully on with know. Kanye. No, because no, I don't even think Kanye fully knows what's going on with Kanye. True. So I just want to know what's going on with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, Let's be real. Yeah, man, they're I, great. I, they make me no so happy. Their them. whole family does. It gives me hope. You know, he used to like write her name like in his phone and like write her little notes and like how he wanted to be with her and how he wanted to marry her like before they were even dating he was like that's who i'm gonna be with that's who i want to i want to marry and he did it damn now they have three kids shot his shot shooter's gonna shoot got that three-pointer yo swish (laughs) (laughs) we both did a hand motion there Oh, man. The other thing I wanted to talk about was um, Michelle Wolf's new show on Netflix. It's called The Break with Michelle Wolf. It's so funny. Um, I kind of low-key think it's like um, like an... I mean, it's definitely like another late-night show type of thing. Like another Samantha Bee or Trevor Noah or something like that. Or like another Stephen Colbert, like Colbert Report type of thing. But I think it's so funny. She just does it in a way that's her... Like, the first thing she comes on there and says is, like, hi, my name is Michelle Wolf. And, like, yes, this is my voice. Because she has that, like, quirky voice. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. It just gets me every time. Um, she puts in these ads in each show that are hysterical. Like, all the ads kind of tie together. And the episodes come out weekly. So, right now, there's only two episodes out. And they come out every Sunday. So, the first the first episode that came out was about... she. They created this product called the Amazon Amazon Echo 3. And instead of it, like playing music and things like that it had a lunch meat feature and like Excuse the me. first what the first commercial was like hello and it would like say your name like it's time for my lunch meat you would like have to feed an amazon like the echo lunch meat and if you didn't it would like make these annoying sounds until you did so then the second commercial in in the show they came back and they were like an updated Amazon Echo 4. Now it feeds you lunch meat <laughs> because our patrons found they were getting themselves set on fire. And it was showing that like the Amazon Echo 3s were like literally setting themselves on fire if they weren't fed lunch meat. So <laughs> Amazon Echo 4 was the lunch meat fed you. But then you were like forced to eat it. It was just hysterical. It just took a take on, on technology I thought was great. <laughs> she had this other one in, in the second episode called the Permahorn. And it was talking about, it was like, do you want to feel more safe when you're on the roads and like let people know that you're coming just install permahorn in your car and it was like as soon as you turn your car this horn would just blare until your car would shut off so like everybody can see you and then it turns into like a perma rape whistle and then a perma neighborhood of like how the neighborhood was always on like a a alert watch with the noise and i was like crying laughing so funny she is probably my favorite comedian <laughs> honestly like the permahorn just like got me i thought it was hysterical um she's just so funny i, I really i can't wait for the next episode and i can't wait to see where Ugh. she kind of goes with this show i really should it's really her in a nutshell i should it's watch all this everything she she is i yeah because i don't have cable so i my life revolves around me mm. watching new shows and there you go netflix yo yeah yeah because right now i just rewatch new girl and then mm-hmm. Now I'm catching up on Queen of the South, but then after yeah. that, looking for something new. So thanks, There's Fran. Something new, something new to treat yourself. Appreciate it. Speaking of a nice, nice tweet, oh. tweet. Oh wow! God. Now you Speaking can't speak. up a nice treat. It's we time have for... a question of 
the day. I thought, I thought you were going to say I it. I thought we were going to say it at the same time. I was waiting for you to say oh, it. So okay. we're going to start a new segment. Um, at the end of your show, we're going to have a question of the day. You can fire off in the comments on your thoughts on the topic. Um, these are going to be random questions throughout But about things life. that we need to know. I really need to know this answer. I also want to know The debate's been going on much. for like weeks. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a hot dog a sandwich? I am going to say no. And here's why. Because in my mind, a sandwich, the bread is sliced. Yes, but this bread is kind of sliced. Not fully. So you have to have a fully sliced. That is what I'm going to go with. Okay. Also, it's a tubular piece of meat. Yeah, but you can still have, like, tubular pieces of meat on a sandwich. You can still put sausage on there. I'm not saying a hot dog's not a sandwich. I'm not saying a hot dog is a sandwich, because I don't think it is. Because it's like, if I want a sandwich, I'm not going to say I want a sausage sandwich. I want a hot dog. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I want a cheese sandwich when I want a cheeseburger. You know what I mean? But then when you think about it, what are hoagies? Are hoagie sandwiches? Are they hot dogs? Oh, no. We're we're going off topic. (laughs) We need to stick with the question. So you say no. Because your bread needs to be sliced. The bread needs to be sliced, sliced all the way through. All the way through. I'm saying I agree. I think the bread needs to be sliced all the way through. Um, and I think whatever you're putting in there can be like interchanged with other meats and other things like that. Like what else are you going to put in a hot dog? You might put ketchup and mustard. Maybe a couple relish. other relish. But would you put in a sandwich ketchup, mustard, and relish? No, you wouldn't have that by itself. Uh, you would have that by yourself. No, I like, wouldn't have by that. Itself. Not, not by itself. No, I thought you were talking about like on other... That's what I'm saying. Like If I had a sandwich. sandwich, I could have a veggie sandwich. I could put two slices of bread and put like lettuce and mushrooms and onion, maybe eggplant, mm. cheese. You know, you can change it up like that. So I'm going no. Fire off in the comments. Tell us what you think. Let us know, because we need to know what people think here. I'm very curious. We'll put a poll out there on our social platform of choosing. Maybe Patreon. Patreon page will go live live soon, which is exciting. I'm just down for surprise. Surprise me which one this goes on. I'll keep my eyes and peeled. I will. I will for sure. <laughs> well, this has been an episode. <laughs> it's been a day. I think it's been a great episode. It's been a really good episode. But it's been one hell of a day. It's, it has been one I hell of a day. I plan on passing out. Oh, God. I can't wait to this. go home. I'm going to have to go take the bus home. God bless me with public transit tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. New York City public. Yeah, next time is my house. You got it, dude. Did you use Michelle Tanner meme? No. You totally did. No. You did. All right. And on that note. End this damn episode. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thanks, guys, for tuning in again. We'll see you back here next week. Once again, I'm Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And thanks for keeping it together with us. Take us on out.